0: Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Your Manchester. Your Manchester is powered by TalkTalk's Future Fibre, which has now arrived here in Manchester. Future Fibre broadband is ultra-fast and ultra-reliable, and with speeds up to a whopping 900 megabits, it's fast enough to handle anything you can throw at it. Plus, you can connect over 75 devices at once. So bye-bye fighting over the Wi-Fi. As if it couldn't get any better, future fiber plans now come with an Amazon Aero Mesh Router, so you can get the latest in Wi-Fi 6 technology for free. To see if your postcode can get future fiber, search TalkTalk Talk Future Fiber now. Every one of you joining me, Miss Belinda Scandal
1: and Brandon McCaffrey. How are you Flower?
0: I'm good, how are you? It's been a very good week so far, it hasn't has. it, Cocker? It's been a busy week. It's been very, very busy. Really, really has been mm-hmm. very, very busy. What have you been up to? Oh what
1: I haven't i been up to realistically. Oh no, that's why I'm but... asking. <laughs>
0: Nobody's a psychic flower. I, right. I don't know. Maybe we can have a clairvoyance on the show. I know. I've never
1: knows? met a clairvoyance. I tell you, <laughs> I haven't. What have you been up to? Have you been Easter exercising? Yes, I have been. I'm I've, I've, I've well. been at the gym. I've been, I've been playing a lot of Pokemon, to be honest. I don't know. What that is. I, don't know what I know. That is. I know. Sorry. We'll put
0: it back for your age. And the Clangers. Snake. (laughs) Snake. Snake. We had Snake back in the day. We've got a plethora of guests joining us today, everybody. We really, really have. And joining us all the way in studio today, Mm -hmm. everybody, is this gentleman. It's Mr. John Hamilton. How are you, Mr. John Hamilton? Hello. I love
2: us.
1: All right. Back
0: from a holiday, looking very, very bronze. Where have you been?
1: Oh. Across America, how's that for
0: Linton? Yeah, that's oh, Spanish. Yeah, yeah that's America, five weeks away, five visiting weeks. the family. It sounds glamorous, but when you're stuck in the Caribbean yes. on a Puerto Rican island oh. with loads of Spanish people, you don't understand Spanish, you're thinking, you get me out of here. I don't know you, you really don't speak Spanish. Spanish. <laughs> no, I don't speak Spanish. I'm married to a Hispanic man, but I never spoke lingo. I mean, you've Spain. got so much going on. I'm surprised you could take five weeks away. Well, it's amazing. Amazing. It's awesome. it's, oh, and it's, and it, baby. I think we've got a little exclusive today in a little bit of oh, I think so, yes. yes it's exciting isn't it it's a hell of a show join us first my favorite alphabet everybody yes indeed it's the one and only kerry ellis welcome to the show oh,
2: thank you so much you guys are, i like the word plethora that's
1: made my
0: day already i mean it's oh, that's, that's a good word it's a good word i quite <laughs> like that word means a lot to a lot of people. I don't know why, but it always reminds me of a sandcastle. It's just the way my (laughs) mind's wired. I don't know why. It does. Uh, How are you doing? I mean, you are, I mean, you've not literally stopped since I don't know when. 2001, I think.
2: yeah I mean yeah it's been a bit chaotic especially recently um but you know things are good i mean i'm just I'm just grateful and glad to be busy and and for things to have been you know opened up again and and to be working and yeah it's it's all good it's all good
1: what exactly were you up to then during obviously we lockdown we had shows shutting down what were you doing in the period
2: oh i oh that was a that was a that was a missed opportunity well I wrote a book
1: <laughs> oh well there's that there's always that of <laughs>
2: I was trying to grab one then but uh, i couldn't find one um i yeah the lockdown obviously was tricky for a lot of our industry you know we because we couldn't perform live um i mean we all got online didn't we and and did those those horror from home performances um but yeah i mean i i just kind of made the most of the time and i, I put together a book i wrote kind of the first half of my autobiography i guess um and I did a podcast called Keep Calm and Carry On, which we did four seasons. Um, which Wow. Was...
0: It was really good as well. Thank you. We're
2: going to do another season, season five. Once I open in the show, um, I'm about to go into Anything Goes. Um, Once I open up in the show, we're going to record season five. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's busy, but it's good.
0: <laughs> it is indeed. Now, uh, we've got to talk about the fact that you... You defied gravity by bringing out your own version oh, of defying I mean, gravity. I, I'm not going to lie. Me and my friend
1: Ben have both said this. That roar oh, that you oh, gave oh, at the end of Defy oh, Gravity is, is yeah, just its outstanding. It, is. it was like
0: it completely rewrote the
1: song almost. It,
0: oh. Thank and you. the bits and the I mean, working with Queen, uh, Brian May, in particular with them electrics going on, must have been mm-hmm. a bit sensational for you.
2: Yeah, I mean, Brian's been a, a, quite a constant in my life, really. We we met way back in um, in 2002, um, just before I did We Will Rock You. Um, I was doing My Fair Lady at the time and he came to watch and we've we've kind of worked together we've done lots of concerts and lots of um uh recordings and albums and he's been an an amazing mentor um friend um like he's taught me so much over the years and, and yeah he's been he's been amazing and uh i mean we we do go back in the studio now and again when he's not you know touring the world with queen and being a rock star and releasing books and all the things that he does but um yeah, he's he's amazing.
0: He is very, very amazing. And yeah, uh, you're, you're carrying on doing the songs of Queen, of course, aren't you?
2: I am. So, yeah, we're, we're do- I'm I'm doing a, a tour in October um, called Queen Machine, which is mm-hmm. it's kind of a celebration of Queen music. There's a phenomenal uh, band that tour Europe that are called Queen Machine and they basically celebrate the music of Queen and they are superstars in Europe. They tour all over and they sell out stadiums. And they wanted to bring a show to the UK, but thought as it's the home of Queen here, we, you know, they need to kind of step things up and, and do something a little bit different. So they called me up and asked me if I would join them for a few dates, which um, which I'm going to do. And we've also got an orchestra on board, so it's a real kind of um, it's a it's an electric, magical evening that we're that we that we're doing. We tried it out literally uh, before the lockdown. In Scarborough, in that big open air theatre, um, theatre arena, and it was it was just incredible. It was electric, having all those elements, uh, you know, playing that that incredible music, was just mind blowing. To be on a stage, hearing that music with an orchestra behind you and a rock band in front of you, was just incredible. So I can't wait. I can't wait to. To get out there and and, and sing those songs again—it's been a while for me, so I'm I'm really looking forward to it.
1: See, you say it's been a while, yeah. As you've already mentioned, you're going to be in Anything Goes coming up very soon. What can we expect to see from this brand new revival of the show?
2: Well, you, I mean, it couldn't be more different, could it? Be tap dancing in a classic show and then going out and screaming rock songs. I mean, it couldn't be it couldn't be more drastically opposite polar, you know, polar opposites. But um. Yeah, anything goes is uh, is so exciting. I do a, I do a ten week tour around the UK, and then we do um, we do ten weeks at the Barbican, uh, which starts in April, and then uh, we go Manchester, Liverpool, Edinburgh. Uh, what's the other one? one... <laughs> <laughs> I'll get back to you on that one.
0: Um, then... You're all over the shop, basically, aren't you? <laughs>
2: Oh, but yeah, you know, I'm dusting off my tap shoes that I haven't worn for 25 years. And uh, yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. I'm playing Reno Sweeney alongside Simon Callow, Bonnie Langford and Dennis Lawson, who are just incredible and it's the show that was here last summer at the Barbican that was a huge sellout hit. So they're bringing it back. And um, yeah, I cannot wait. I'm so excited about playing playing the role of Reno.
0: What keeps you going then? What keeps you going back to singing these massive songs and keeping entertaining? Why is it so much within your blood? I, I think
2: I'm just a bit mad. <laughs> I think I'm just a bit crazy. You know what? I love it. I love it. And I think especially after the lockdown and what we've been through and having it taken away for you know a year and a half has made me not has made me reevaluate things a little bit i mean i think i was always very humbled by by the industry and always grateful to do the jobs that i do but now I'm even more respectful of being in a live environment and being on a stage and getting to do a job that I love. You know, it's still I still have to pinch myself when I play those big theatres and big arenas and go, you know, this is amazing. I get to do. I love doing every day and 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 also for me to get to do those very different styles of, of, of shows and performances and the variety that I I get to do it is really important and it I'm just inspired you know I love it
0: it's amazing oh, it's well great. we can't wait to fully catch you mm-hmm. all over we could start at the end of this interview we could be listing all the shows that you're getting involved in but then we'd need another 10 minutes, wouldn't we? I mean, <laughs> honestly, we've gone on forever. So we'll simply say, have a fantastic, fantastic run with whatever you're doing. You are one of the nation's favorite yes, Western ladies. Are. So Kerry Ellis, thank you so much for thank your you time. Thank you very much, Kerry. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. All right, then, everybody, let's see what's on the box.
2: Hi, I'm Hayley, and welcome to this week's On The Box. Now, the first series I would
3: love to recommend is The Woman In The House Across The Street From The Girl In The Window. Give it a watch, it's absolutely brilliant. Anna is actually grieving, and she sits in the window day and night. One day, she witnesses a murder. Or does she? Um, there's a film called Witch Hunt that is on Prime, it's fantastic Uh, it's a fantasy, a thriller and a horror all in one and it's about witches, witches are real and being one is actually illegal Um, Hannah is on Amazon Prime and that is three series on there at the moment actually I'm a bit behind the times because I've just started on series one but my gosh did it get me gripped from the beginning, it's a thriller and it's a coming of age drama about a girl who was raised in the woods Now that's it from me. I shall catch you next time. And remember, stronger together. Bye.
0: I mean, there's so much going on, in the really there? really is. You can tune in to watch something on the TV. You could go to the fair Oh, Or you could go to one of our favourite clubs, everybody. Yes, indeed, you could. You could go to another place called the Brewers where you will find this lady. This is Christina Bianca. Hello. How are you, my love? Oh, oh there you go. <laughs> Hi, I'm so <laughs> happy to be <laughs> here with you all. And I going to going to Manchester
3: soon.
0: I know, it's not long away, is it now? What are you going to be bringing us when you come to the, the Brewers?
3: Well, when I perform and do my certain shows, I I sing in my own voice. But a lot of people may know that I also love to do impressions of the yes, divas. You know, you see. From my backdrop, the more sequins and glitter, the bolder, the better. That's how I like it. So, yeah, um, yeah. I'll be. My show is uh, like I said, about half my own voice, half impressions, and definitely representing a lot of the great divas that everybody loves, from Judy Garland and Edith Piaf, classic divas, to more contemporary, uh, Robert Streisand, Celine Dion, even Ariana Grande uh, will make an appearance. Mm. And so I try to cover everyone. And um, I've done some voices for RuPaul's Drag Race, so I feel yeah, like this you, is the Yeah, you did some of the All Star stuff. Yeah, yes, I feel like this is the appropriate venue to sort of uh, revisit some of those uh, little bits, and so yeah, it's it's a celebration of all of the great divas that I love. Because to me, imitation is always above everything else. The most, um, I can't even say it. I say (laughs) it is a sincere form of flattery. Yes, and I just uh, always do it with love and respect. Um, So I'll make you laugh, but hopefully, I'll also make you go, "Oh, that's the
1: goal."
0: you're you're moving on into little voice how's your northern accent going
3: well i've been working with my dialect coach (laughs) (laughs) and i have to say (laughs) i'm not as afraid as i once was i'm I'm not as terrified as i used to be about the accent i'm I'm pretty good at accents you know people there's there's an assumption that if you're good with impressions you have a good ear and you're good with accents and dialects and that that's may be true, but it's very different when you're doing the accent for the actual people who speak with that accent and dialect. It's very different. Oh yeah, just do it for the, quite a lot of pressure. And that pressure alone is enough to, to get in your head and mess you up. And the, the script for the, the play Little Voice, as you know, as many people know, it's filled with so many songs and impressions and fabulous music, but the script is so heartwarming and touching and and it just takes you on such a big emotional journey. If I was to undertake this part and have no understanding of the accent, I couldn't <sighs> put it together. So I really wanted to be comfortable with the accent before diving into the script. So I didn't have to think about that. And I could just focus on the text and the, focus Absolutely. on the work. You know, as as that is true.
0: This role was kind of made for you, being able to do so many different voices. I mean, it's like Little Voice was, you know, made for you.
3: Well, that's a high compliment, uh, a high compliment. When I was young, I was watching uh, Jane Horrocks on Absolutely Fabulous. And I was a huge fan of uh, pretty much of British culture, but British television and comedy, huge fan of Saunders in French. And and clearly when I saw Jane Horrocks, I thought she was brilliant. And then when I found out that Little Voice was written for her and her many amazing impressions and talents, uh, I was just always in awe of her. And I've always just wanted to, to you know, emulate her and, and be like her. And she's an inspiration to me. So to now finally get to step into her shoes and play a role that she didn't just make famous, she inspired the writing of the play, you know? So uh-huh. it's a, I, take, I take the challenge and the opportunity very seriously and I'm just so grateful.
0: And what got you into doing all these different voices then? Why, why did you decide not to stick with your brilliant voice as it is? Why did you want to um, impersonate well, other people?
3: Kind of like Carrie said, I mean, I'm just a little nuts. I'm just a little bit crazy. <laughs> I'm starting um, all just nuts. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, well, what my parents tell me, and I'll certainly talk about this on my show at the Brewers in Manchester on the 12th, but uh, <laughs> people always ask me this question, like, how did you get started with impressions? I found a nice, succinct, comedic, and musical way to, to tell the audience. Um, but the, the, the version I'll tell you right now is just that I always had a natural ear for mimicry. My parents say they would hear me singing along to whatever was playing, much like little voice listening to Judy Garland singing over the rainbow and the wizard of Oz. And I would just sort of sing along and take on the tone and style of Judy. And my parents would hear this and be like, what are you doing? What are you like? Sing it like you don't sing it like the recording. Um, and I just didn't really know I was doing it. I was not that kid that walked into a room like mama, here's my Judy Garland. Watch me do this. <laughs> it was visual. <literal. laughs> It wasn't until a year I that's later. How I
1: started out. That's no, that wasn't amazing. even.
3: I should have done it as Judy. I'll tell you what, I'll do it as Liza. Here's my Liza oh. Manili impression. I'm just truly terrific. And I love it. Don't you love it? I never did that. I wish I had stories of me doing this too, but <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. I, I just, loved I didn't. It though. <laughs> Thank you. I didn't take it seriously. Until later when I was like working in the business and as a performer, just loving to do theater and perform in general. And people would say, oh, you change your voice very easily. Like you, you could do the little kid. I say, yeah, I could do the kid role, you know, and you could do the old lady. Oh, yes, I could do the old lady. And so they would say you're so good with your ear and changing the, your voice. And I realized that impressions was part of it. And it was something that not everybody could do. So I started doing it myself for fun, like as a party trick. And never in a million years did I think that I would get um, hired uh, to do four impressions. I was first hired and put sort of put on stage doing impressions in the long running show in New York, Forbidden Broadway, that I then got to do in London's West End. So it was just crazy thing. I just never thought life would take me there. But all those years of singing along to Celine Dion and watching the interviews. And watching her facial expressions oh. and how she moves and and you know again I' really watching- want to see how
1: many she can do in like a minute Christina oh. just as a thing can you do some in a minute? How many, how many can you do? Uh,
3: I don't know this is so hard people do this to me all the time and I always check it out but' I hope <laughs> I
1: be give me a good. song
3: I'll it. give me I'll give you a give me a song it's got like a really simple song. Um,
1: uh, let, we'll go with let it go since that was your um, that was your your biggest hit that I remember coming out. first Oh my gosh!
3: So okay, so Judy Garland, the snow glows white on the mountain tonight, not a footprint to be seen. <sighs> I
2: love
3: the it. isolation, and it looks like the queen. Um, Lady Bernadette Peters, the wind is holding us, it's inside. Britney Spears. And, it and, I and you'll come to the show to hear Adina Menzel and Edith Piaf and Patty the Pone and um my gosh, I can't think of- and you also speaking impressions too from Karen Walker to Olivia Coleman. So come on Christine. down.
0: Well, do, do you know what, Christine? I, there's not many people come on this show and basically sell their show as good as you've just Absolutely. sold that. <laughs> if people don't book their tickets immediately to come and see this show, there is something wrong with them. We can catch you on the twelfth of February at the Brewers in Manchester for now. Thank you so much. Thank you very much. Thank Christina. you very much, Christina. Thank you. And wow.
4: It's Joe Britton, you know, a team performance coach for another minute of Mojo. Here is one thing that keeps coming up time and time again with so many of my clients that is really draining their Mojo cup. And it's this feeling of brain overload and overwhelm. So here's one thing you should avoid doing and one tip to help you so that you can really feel like you're in control of your day. So what's the thing you should avoid doing? It's something that so many of us pride ourselves on being able to do and it's multitasking. But the problem with multitasking is that you're actually draining your brains Glucose supply. And so, what that means is you're much more likely to experience this feeling of overwhelm and a lack of focus, and you will be less productive. So, what can you do instead? Well, it sounds super simple, but turn off any of the other distractions that might be around when you are trying to complete a task. So whether that is turn off your social media, notifications, text messages, and emails, and do one thing at a time, all the way through to completion. I'll be back next time for another minute of Mojo. In the meantime, you can come and connect with me on my Instagram page, joebritton.mojo.
5: Here's what's happening across Greater Manchester in the next few days. Salford-based company Art with Heart have a new play for children and their grown-ups. Performed in English and BSL, Stan celebrates the power of play, the joy of communication and the positive force of friendship. Think Pixels Inside Out meets Night at the Museum. Tour into Z Arts from tomorrow till Friday. The show then heads to Bury Met the week after. Celebrating LGBTQ plus History Month, Queer Contact Festival kicks off on Friday the 11th and runs right through till Saturday the 19th with a programme of theatre, dance, live music, drag cabaret and workshops. Also on Friday, over at the Lowry in Salford, comedian Nish Kumar takes to the stage, supported by the hilarious Puma Bob. Grab your tickets quick, it's almost sold out. Celebrate self-love and friendship this Saturday night with Girl Gang Manchester's Galentine Disco with crafts, cocktails, poetry, performances, DJs and dancing. Join this alternative, accessible and celebratory Valentine's event hosted at Wilson's Den in the Northern Quarter. And remember, if you have an event you'd like us to mention, just drop us a line. Contact us at yourmcr.com.
0: Well, that's it for today's show. Today's episode of Your Manchester has been powered by TalkTalk Future Fibre, the UK's fastest and most reliable broadband technology, which is now available here in Manchester. To see if your postcode can get Future Fibre, search TalkTalk Future Fibre right now.